the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is a question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, everyone. So, yesterday was an amazing day. And I'm going to be honest, today was not that great of a day. So, what happened... I did my normal stuff, but today I'm enrolled in this class in school for my senior year, which starts next week in one, in literally six days, next Tuesday, and today is Wednesday. And I'm enrolled in this class, which is basically the leadership class where the seniors are leaders. There's like, it's really only for seniors and the leaders like select few seniors become leaders. So our grade probably has like 800 or 900 kids in it. And maybe like 200 or 300 people are leaders. And I was chosen to be a leader. And so I accepted. That was last winter. And it's August right now. So that was like December. And I, when I originally got the email to be invited, I initially rejected, like not, I didn't send them a message saying I say no, I just said, told my parents and I said, I'm not doing this. And then they told me to, they told me don't reject it right away. And so I was like, okay. And then I let it sit and then I realized that the reason why I'm rejecting this was because I was uncomfortable and it, I was scared. And so I ended up accepting it. And so that was January and I was into it. And then I started getting really deep into self-improvement and started getting really into business. And over like the beginning of September, this thought went like started in my mind a seed was planted in my mind saying that or not september the beginning of the summer that's what i meant to say a seed was planted in my mind saying that i need to get out of school as soon as possible so throughout summer that seed grew and grew and grew until eventually i it was that into that thought in my mind was so strong I took action on it and over the past couple days I've been well on Monday I went in and deleted all my stuff from my schedule but my schedule was not good enough I still had leadership and calculus which were not required classes so I was gonna get out maybe like two or three hours later than I should have, or than the minimum. So today I was, today was a, a thing that we had to go to as leaders 
where we had to give tours to the freshmen, the incoming freshmen, give them tours of their new classes when they pick up their schedules. So we basically just had to go for like two hours and give them tours. So I did that. It was all right. And I was not uncomfortable at all. I was completely calm. It was just not a waste of time, but I could have used the time on business. And I didn't really grow that much from the experience. I mean, I grew and it was a good experience and I'm grateful, but the reality is I would have had a much more benefit going to the park shirtless and barefoot instead with my friend. But other than that, my plan was to go to that thing and then talk to my leadership teacher about dropping out of the class. And then after that, I was going to talk to my counselor about dropping, the, actually taking the step to dropping me out of, you know, unenrolling me out of that class. And also the, and then I was going to have my counselor take all of the, um, uh, sorry guys, I'm not in this episode is not very going really good. I got to focus. Okay, so I had my counselor. I was going to planning on going to the counselor to drop all of my classes except for my required classes. But neither of those things happened. The leadership teacher was in a meeting, so I couldn't talk, and she wanted to reschedule to this Sunday night for the training session for Husky kickoff day, which is just the first day of school for freshmen, and no no other grade levels go to the go to school that day. Like freshmen get a first day of school, and then everyone else starts the next day. It's just for the freshmen to get their classes and all that. But I, she wanted to do it then, and as you guys know, I go to bed at 6.30 p.m., and I don't like staying up late for bad reasons. And so with the combination of me wanting to drop out of that class and the training session was at like 7 p.m. at night, I was not about to, I do not want to go to it. So... I was like bummed after I received that text because I was at the school already waiting to receive that text from her and so she said she was in a meeting. So then I was like okay I'll figure this out and then I instantly felt like demotivated, felt really sad, felt like my heart and mind were disconnected again. And then so I decided to just try and go to the, my counselor's office to set up my schedule to where all they had to do was to, I was going to actually get rid of my other, my calc calculus class, which is not required, and then organize my schedule so that all I would have to do is drop out of leadership and then the schedule would be perfect. But then none of my counts, none of the counselors were there. So I couldn't do that either. 
So I, I just had to go home, eat, and then I attempted to distract myself by going on ClickFunnels and starting to build the flower funnel for the flower shop, the business that my first client. So I was like, okay, I might as well do something productive today. So I started to build that, but I was just not getting in the zone. My heart and mind were disconnected and I wasn't doing very well. So I went upstairs and ate food or like I ate a pineapple to try and distract myself. I practiced balancing on this medicine ball that I bought. All attempts of distraction were unsuccessful. So then I was, I just said, told my mom, I can't wait until Sunday or something. I told my mom something and I just, I was like, should I just email? And then she was like, sure. So I emailed and I wrote out a very, my mom said it was a very well-written email. So I just sent that maybe 10 minutes before I got on this podcast. So I, I am not planning on checking the reply until uh, tomorrow because I don't want to get distracted. And I want to study because I haven't studied in a long time. I haven't studied since like yesterday morning. And I've been skipping expert secrets at, like for the past three days, which is not good. And I want to study at least transurfing today. So that happened. And I, I'm not going to lie, right now I still kind of feel... I feel like my heart and mind were disconnected. But then the second I sent the email and took action, I was back to neutral and it was just up to my interpretation. To, it was just up to my interpretation to decide how I'm feeling. And honestly, I, my subconscious interpretation was, and probably conscious as well, was to stay feeling like this when I could have chosen to be happy and get on a positive lifeline. So I'm going to change that right now. Okay. Let's go. Alright. I future's looking good. I have a client. I'm right now I'm still like on the gray. My mood is gray. Yesterday I was bright yellow. I was super happy. And to now it's gray. But I'm gonna do a little exercise live right now that I just just like just thought of doing. Let's go, dude. The future is looking great. I have, I have a my first client, so that means that I get to build her a funnel and get make it successful and make her a lot of money, and then I'll be able to charge a lot of money in the future for my expertise. This is huge. This is just I'm already on the first step. I'm my life. My life is great. I'm my future is looking bright. I'm already on the first step to becoming to making my first thousand dollars. Like I just my goal is five thousand dollars by 
September 25th, and right now I'm at zero, and it's August 9th. But I just have to build that funnel, and I feel as though I can do it and get it up live on her computer before school even starts. So that's that's looking good. And then I'll have so much time during school as well because I'm my once I get the scheduling thing fixed and once I get all all the things worked around, worked through, I am going to have only three periods of the day instead of eight. So I will have a first period, which will be English, a second period, which will be the other English class, and a third period, which will be gym. And then fourth period will be lunch, and then the rest is dismissal. So I'll just leave after gym. And this will be huge because I'll be able to get out at maybe 10 o'clock after third period. And honestly, I can, since it's gym class, gym would be one third of my day. So the day would not even be that bad. I just have to do two English classes and then gym. And those English classes are not gonna be that hard because I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna tell my counselor to give me the easiest English classes possible. So I won't have homework, and if I do, I'll just do it in English class, <laughs> the next English class, or I'll do it in that current one. And yeah, so um, future is actually looking really good. Th things are just looking good. Ju I just was nervous this morning because change was happening, and I misinterpreted it. Even though it was positive, it was actually being beneficial towards me. The world is making changes to push me towards my lifeline. And I didn't, I interpreted the change as bad, when in reality it was actually good. And I just didn't see how it was good, but it was. And I just got to get better at interpreting things as positive because really the world is taking care of me and everything that happens is to my benefit. So I felt a lot better. And I'm not going to lie. I, I've been going to bed late, like an hour late, past two days, and it's unacceptable. I need to be on top of my health. Over the past two days, I've been saying like, oh, this is for a good reason. Yeah, it was for a good reason, but I could have done a better job planning and keeping my health as priority. So today... I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be going to bed at my normal time. And I actually reworked my nighttime routine and my morning routine. So I, I have the same morning routine, but for context, I bought a 
medicine ball. It's just like this small soccer ball size ball, which is 10 pounds. Uh, medicine ball, you might have seen it at the gym. People like to throw it on the ground. Um, I've seen big ones, small ones, but the one I got well, is about the same size as a size 5 soccer ball, maybe slightly bigger. So if you know how big a soccer ball is, like a normal professional size soccer ball, then it's just slightly bigger. And I bought it. It's 10 pounds. Soccer ball is not 10 pounds. Um, so you can't really kick it like a soccer ball. It's like, it's like a weight, essentially, but it's a ball. And I bought that because my one of the things that I'm going to be doing um, soon, actually, is going to Hawaii and surfing and becoming a surfer. My plan is to make some money, make $5,000 before September 25th, and then go to Funnel Hacking Live, which is on September 27th with my friend Franklin, and then stay there for like three or four days, however long the event is, and decide if we want to stay at Florida or go back home or we'll decide, whatever. And Funnel Hacking Live will be huge because I'll be able to learn a lot about entrepreneurship, marketing, pretty much will change, pretty much has the possibility to change my life. So I'll do that and then I'll come home probably and finish out the school year and make enough money, like make a bunch of money, like just focus 100% on business and go to Hawaii or some place that's warm and has good surfing waves, surfing waves, waves for surfing. And this will be around December, like right after I grad, uh, right after I finish my first semester. It'll be then, and it will allow me to. Well, once I do that, I'm just gonna move out um, on my own to Hawaii or wherever else, and live there for however long I choose, still work on business, but really just focus on surfing. And my plan is to, once I, second I land, I'm going to go, I'm going to go bald. I'm going to shave off all my hair because right now I have the surfer. Let me look up surfer dude hair. Uh, yeah, right now I basically have the surfer dude hair, but it's not really that long. It's just like decently long. It's not like past past my collarbone. It's not past my chin either. It's like, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but I have like surfer dude hair kind of. And right now I don't know how to surf and my balance is terrible and so that's why I bought the medicine ball because I'm practicing balancing on it like standing on it and doing squats on it doing 
many different exercises to access my balance. I'm doing that 10 minutes every day, right after my meditation in the morning. I just add it right after my meditation, my breath work, um, at 10 minutes every day. And that will build up my balance by the time it's, by the time I'm ready to start learning how to surf, I'll be at an advantage than I would have been otherwise. But also, but then once I get to, once I get to Hawaii or wherever I go, once I get there for the first time, I will be terrible at surfing because I've never done it before. That's just how everyone is with every skill. And so I will shave my head bald. And that is because I want to, I want the, the hair growth to be incongruent with my surfing growth. So I want my hair to grow as I become a better surfer. And then by the time I'm a very good surfer, my hair will be long again, and it will be the surfer dude hair again. And so that's, that's my plan. Go to Hawaii, go bald, learn how to surf. Yeah, and so I'm really excited for the future. And I know that the world is going to take care of it for me. I just have to keep moving forward. And just things like this, I just got to, things like what happened today, how I interpreted change as bad and instantly felt sad or like disconnected, felt down. I got to interpret change as good because that's the world pushing me forward, the world helping me along my way. Yeah, so I gotta, I really gotta get in on reading Transurfing every day, because I have been reading it pretty much every day, but yesterday I only read it for like 10 minutes, and today I haven't even read it yet. So I'm gonna read it right before bed, hopefully get a 30 minutes at least in, and I gotta keep reading Transurfing because I'm on the, the foundation part. So I'm trying to really get it in, really trying to get all that stuff in. And I'm really excited to get to intention, which we'll talk about inner intention and outer intention. And I understand, I like know of the concepts, but I don't really have a deep understanding of it. I don't really have a deep understanding of any of this stuff in transcription, but studying it is definitely helping me. And the only way to do it is by doing it every day. And right now I'm kind of falling off. So I got to catch myself back. I really got to set my routine because a lot of things are popping up that I'm not preparing for, not planning well for. For example, yesterday we spent the whole day at the mall talking to girls. And that... I didn't prepare for that to take that long, but I should have done everything beforehand so I didn't have to do anything after. Just stuff like that. 
Okay, so as I'm writing or as I'm talking on these podcasts, I want you guys to take note of my tone. So today my tone is a lot less excited, a lot less joyful as yesterday. And yesterday was probably a lot more than the day before. And that's just, I'm not sure if that is what it's supposed to be. I'm not sure if I should be happy all the time or if it's a, or if it's normal to, normal in transurfing terms to have high days and low days. I'm not sure, but for now I'm just interpreting it as normal, and I'm. I just want you guys to know that I my. It's my path is really a roller coaster, and your guys' path, your journey is going to be a roller coaster as well. There, I've noticed that over this past summer, I started on the lowest part of the track. Let me get some water. I have the hiccups. I notice. Okay, so I'm going to write down life as a roller coaster. So, in the beginning of the summer, I started at the bottom of the track on the roller coaster just at the ground level and I had a little ups and then I went back down every once in a while I'd go up a little bit and then go right back down just slight bumps and those bumps represent joy like high points good moments so the more bumps the better obviously and you would actually want your baseline to be higher so in the beginning of this summer, and even like before, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use the beginning of this summer as a time frame, and this year is 2023. And beginning of this summer is my baseline was zero. We're just gonna reset the baseline to zero, even though I was like better than four months before. It's that let's just start with zero at the beginning of summer for simplistic sake. So I would ride on the track flat, just like it was a train, and then every once in a while there would be a bump of like happiness or good moment, and then it would go down, back to my baseline. And the baseline of zero doesn't necessarily mean bad, like I'm not happy, it just means like neutral. That's where I'm neutral, I'm not happy or sad. I was just pushing them along. And then, over the couple of weeks, as I was getting to know my friend, Franklin, who I had just, I met him a long time ago, like maybe in middle school, and, but we never really talked, and we just played like video games every once in a while together a long time ago. We weren't like really friends. And then once I saw him at the gym this one time, and we both like started talking, and then we both realized that each of us were on self-improvement, which was an awesome experience to have because just 
over the past couple of weeks or months, we were both thinking, like, there's no one else at this school that is like me. And then it turns out that there was, and we just hadn't, like, met each other yet. Like, officially knew that each other were on this path. And so I... So as I was... That was when I, like, met my friend. That was in the beginning of summer, so my baseline was zero. And then slowly, as more bumps... I would hit a bump, and then I would go back down. But this time, I wouldn't go all the way back down to the baseline. My new baseline would be a little bit higher. And then I would just keep going up. Like, I would just stay at the baseline, and then another bump. And then over time, these bumps would get closer and closer to where they were happening maybe once every couple weeks to once a week to once every couple days and if you guys like listen back on the podcast you could probably tell that yesterday was my bump and I went back down to the baseline but just a little bit above the baseline right now and so my baseline now is higher than it was last week and I'm just now realizing that I do have, I, I am on a roller coaster, or I am on a train, a train ride. I'm going to say, uh, life is a, life is a, or life is an unusual train ride. Because that's more indicative of life than a roller coaster. Because a roller coaster goes all the way up, all the way down, flips, like all that stuff. Yeah, life is like that. But uh, actually, not life. I'm going to say self-improvement is an unusual roller coaster. Yeah, so as long as you keep walking forward, keep going at it, keep pushing your baseline will just get higher and higher every day and today I was like I'm not gonna lie I was just on my phone looking for something to distract myself with I was on the podcast like reading uh, episode descriptions on a podcast to try and distract myself and then I saw this one guy who's like reverse aging so I that caught my eye, so I just started looking at his stuff. And then I caught myself, maybe... I, I knew that I was not doing... I knew that I shouldn't be doing that, like, the whole time. But then, eventually, I was like, dude, what am I doing? After, like, 10 minutes or 20 minutes of doing that. And then I went back upstairs and then that's where the beginning of the episode I told you I told my mom I can't wait any longer so then I made an email sent it to my teachers and counselors and then now I'm good okay so this 
So right now I'm just on the decline of the bump. So you go up. Yesterday was my up. And then this morning was my down. And now I'm at my new baseline after sending the email. And so now soon my next up will happen. Maybe when I, maybe the park tomorrow, my friend and I are going to the park tomorrow because we skipped today because I had to go to do tours, give tours to the freshmen. Not a valid reason to skip, but it's okay. I th maybe it's because I didn't go to the park today. Maybe the park is just so important now that if I don't go, then I'm just not as good or as happy or whatever during the day. Maybe it's also because for the past two days I've been going to bed at like 7.30 instead of 6.30, staying up late. But I don't know, it'll all work out. I'm going to bed at 6.30 today. And also, I'm going to the park tomorrow, so I'm back on routine tomorrow. I was gonna go on this like live training that Russell Brunson that I signed up for from Russell Brunson like a funnel builder training but I'm not going to do that because I think I'd have more value value studying his book Expert Secrets than going on his training simply because when you see something you forget it but when you or no I said that wrong when you when you hear something you forget it which is like watching the training video, like listening to him talk. And then when you, but when you see something, you remember it, which is like reading. And when you do something, you understand it, which is like building a funnel for a, a client, my first client. So tomorrow I'll be studying expert secrets and building that funnel. But man, I'm back on routine tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. And then Friday, we're going back to the mall, I think to yeah we're going back to the mall to ask for some more girls numbers expand our comfort zone one more time because we already did the hard part so on not tomorrow on friday i meant friday we're gonna do that and so we're just gonna do that and then the we already did the hard part the first day was like 100 percent fear and then on friday when we go it'll be like maybe 50 to 30%. I don't really know because my framework of 100% fear the first time and then 50% fear the second time was based off of going to one customer or like one business every day in person, which was like one minute every day. But yesterday we went to maybe 10 girls in like three hours. So that is uh, like we talked to 10 girls in like three hours that so I don't know how that will work because we did a lot more, but it was a lot more dense. So who knows? Maybe we'll be at zero percent discomfort on Friday or we'll be at 50 percent. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Right now, I'm, I feel like I could do it. So I feel like 
I'm at less than 50% comfort for that particular task, like of asking for girls' numbers. So, uh, yeah, that is something. Let me look up how to expand my comfort zone because asking for girls' numbers is going to get really easy really quick, just like going to local businesses is. And by the way, I said I was going to go to one local business every single day for the rest of like summer. Yeah, I stopped. Today was the last. Today, yesterday was the last day because I now have to focus 100% of my time on building that funnel for that one business that I actually, my first acceptance, my first client. So I don't want to go to new businesses. One, because it's not uncomfortable anymore. I can do it easily. So it's not worth my time just for the discomfort. But two, I don't want to put on more work and divide my attention over multiple businesses. I want to focus 100% on one business and get it extremely popular, or get it extremely successful. All right, so I'm going to look up how to expand my comfort zone. Oh, and that's one thing. Do not, you guys need to, all right, so I made a commitment to you guys like five days ago to go to one business every single day, and I broke it today. Well, technically I haven't broken it yet because I could still go after this episode, but I'm not going to go. And so that's one thing. You guys should know that it's okay to break your commitment as long as something comes up. Like, for example, the thing that came up for me was that it's not worth it to do it anymore. I'd get way more benefit not doing it. So that's the only reason why it's you guys could go against your commitment because if you would have more benefit not doing it. For me, it would just be adding on more unnecessary work because I know that I could get more more people to accept me. And I don't want to work on multiple businesses at once. I want to just focus on one. And it's not uncomfortable anymore, so I'm not getting benefit on that aspect. But when it's not okay to go against your commitment is when you're just being a wuss. And you, you think that you could... You don't want to do it that day and trust me every single day I didn't want to do it and I had moments where I didn't want to do it whether I told you guys or not I think there were days where I did tell you and I always just passed through it like that's the difference between successful people and not successful people is the successful people just do it they just walk pass through that mental emotion and figure out how to make it work and not successful people just succumb to the thought. All right, so I'm looking at this. I just looked up how to expand your comfort zone. This is an interesting picture that I just saw. So it's a circle with a circle around it, but it's slightly to the side. So it's kind of like, so the all right so it's like a circle and a circle and a circle but they're all not in the center the circle originates on the left side and then it just expands to the rightwards you can probably see that picture too 
same picture that I'm seeing if you look up on Google, how to expand my comfort zone. And this picture is, the first circle is comfort zone, feel safe and in control. And then the second zone is fear zone, affected by others' opinion, uh, find excuses and lack self-confidence. And then the third zone is the learning zone, deal with challenges and problems, acquire new skills, extend the comfort zone. So the learn it looks like the learning zone is where you actually start to extend the comfort zone. And the fourth circle, the fourth zone is called the growth zone. And it's find purpose, live dreams, set new goals, realize aspirations. Now, if I were to just look at that picture two days ago, maybe even before I went to the the mall yesterday, I would not have understand this picture at all. But since I took action, and if you if you guys haven't listened to episode twenty, last episode, definitely listen to it. That is the best episode I've ever made, and the second best is episode fourteen. But this uh, picture is so important because the growth zone you have to go through the fear zone and the learning zone in order to make it to the growth zone so the fear zone let's i'm going to talk about this in the context of approaching a girl cold approaching a girl and asking for a number so the comfort zone is before you come up with the idea to cold approach and then the second the idea comes up to your head to cold approach, you enter the fear zone where you're affected by the other's opinions. You've tried to find excuses. Like a lot of the excuses that popped up yesterday at the mall was she's with her mom. She's got friends around her. Um, there's like a lot of different excuses. And sometimes the excuses just didn't even make sense. Like I am not going to not going to do this one, even though it was just us being a wuss. And so that's finding excuses and then lack self-confidence. I'm not sure if I necessarily lack the self-confidence. Actually, no, I definitely did because I would like walked up to the first girl trembling in my, like shaking in my voice. <laughs> so I definitely lacked self-confidence. And then once you enter the learning zone, that is when you actually start speaking with the girl um literally the second you start speaking with the girls when you enter the learning zone or maybe even after i don't know how this really relates to it or this particular example where you deal with challenges and problems acquire new skills yeah so the acquire new skills you would actually yeah that's when you talk to the girl you actually take action you acquire new skills and then also extend the comfort zone. That is where, yeah, talking to the girl is that. And then because, I'm not sure if I'm really interpreting this picture 100% accurately. I didn't read the article that goes along with it. I just looked it up just now. But the learning zone also has extend the comfort zone. So that extends. And what I was talking about yesterday about once you take action you release your excess potential and it turns into pure intention and pure intention is all you need to um, achieve your goals 
And so the growth zone is find purpose, live dreams. The way you do that, you find purpose and then you set new goals. And yeah, set new goals, realize aspirations are the other two things. So you find your purpose and then you set the goals and then you realize your aspirations and then you live the dreams. So that is literally the growth zone and you have to go through the fear zone, the learning zone until you get to the growth zone. And honestly, the fear zone is the hardest part. It's directly outside of your comfort zone. And so the second you, it's the hardest part to walk up to a girl. It's easy to walk up to a girl, but it's the hardest part to actually begin the conversation. But the second you start talking to her, you're already in. So you might as well keep talking. And then you, the second you, even the second you start talking to her, if you just walk away, literally you say one word and then walk away, that's still expanding your comfort zone. Then the next time, if you like say two words and then walk away, like that is another expanding your comfort zone. And then eventually you'll be able to start a whole conversation. And that's like this literally walking up to a girl and uh, what's it called? Walking up to a girl and actually starting a conversation is probably the hardest thing to do if you have built up a lot of excess potential. And if you're like most people, you have built up a lot of excess potential. And that's that excess potential gets built up through many ways, like putting girls on pedestals, like making them, uh, giving them more value than they actually are. Just all that stuff. And that when it's just think about it like this, when you're walking up to a girl and you're like brain is exploding, you start dying. Like you're literally, you feel like you're about like, you know, that feeling if you start walking up to a girl and then you just start going, like your brain starts, just goes numb or something like that. I don't know how to describe it, but that is because all that excess potential is affecting you. And then the second you take action and start a conversation, you just dissipate all of the excess potential. And by the way, excess potential decreases your influence on the world. So if you have a lot of excess potential, you're not going to have that much influence on the world, which means you're not going to be able to achieve your goals. And when you take action and start a conversation, you one, dissipate the excess potential, which allows you to have more influence in the world like you actually should so you can achieve your goals. But two, it actually converts the excess potential into pure intention and pure intention is happens when excess potential gets converted through action. So when you take action, excess potential converts into pure intention and pure intention is the only thing that is needed to achieve your goals, literally just pure intention. And then you can live in Hawaii and surf all day. So that's huge. Taking action is so it's like a double, double effect. Uh, 
Oh, wow. Okay, this is the uh, the next picture that I just looked at. Expanding your comfort zone. The comfort zone you are experiencing right now is familiar and safe. However, everything you have ever wanted lies outside its boundaries. To get to your goal, you will need to overcome problems and uncertainty. It's those who are willing to risk it all that end up victorious. Man, that is... I, I actually understand that sentence. If you were to read that sentence to me yesterday, before I went to the mall, or a month ago, I would not have understood as well as I do now. I would have, like, said, oh, yeah, you have to go through your comfort zone to, like, achieve your goals, but I wouldn't have actually interpreted it how I did right now, and this interpretation is actually very interesting, and I have two different reasonings behind this, so in the first sentence, the comfort zone you are experiencing right now is familiar and safe. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's just move on to the second sentence. However, everything you have ever wanted lies outside its boundaries. Yeah, so there's a reason why you don't have, you're not living in Hawaii right now because it's outside of your comfort zone. There's a reason why, and you're actually holding yourself back because you're too, you're, you want, you choose comfort, the knowledge of being in your current area right now, current part of your life, over the discomfort of Hawaii, which you know Hawaii is comfortable, but you're just uncomfortable about moving towards that, which doesn't make any sense, but that's how everyone is. And the difference, and then the last sentence, I'm going to skip the third sentence for now. And that's the last sentence. It's it's those who are willing to risk it all that end up victorious. And that's really, it's those who are willing to risk literally nothing. Like right now, I have no risk, but it seems like a lot of risk. Like if you were to ask me one year ago to start, like to go to Hawaii or do all this stuff, like start a business, do all this stuff that I'm doing right now, I would have been like, I would have said no and I would come up with an excuse. But in reality, the reason why I did it was because I was too scared to risk my current position. But my current position was literally a high school student living in my my home, which is my parents' house. They own it. So I literally have nothing to lose. I have no risk. But my brain tells me I have so much risk. So... That is, and it's me, I'm willing to risk it all, that ends up victorious. I'm willing to risk it all, which is nothing, because even if I fail, my parents are still going to take care of me. But I won't fail because I am going to live on my own soon, and I'm going to go to Hawaii, and I'm not going to be taking, I'm not going to be dependent on my parents for long. So... That's the whole thing. And I'm very, by the way, I'm very grateful for my parents uh, taking care of me, and I'm in a very good situation. And I'm, but I'm saying not everyone will. If everyone was in the same situation, it would still have a similar success in 
not success rate because I'm only becoming successful because I'm willing to risk it all, which in reality, it is nothing that I'm risking, but in my mind, it is everything that I'm risking because my mind plays, and this is just everyone, the human mind plays so many tricks on you and lies, tells yourself so many lies that try and keep you in your comfort zone. Now, in the third sentence, to get to your goal, you will need to overcome problems and uncertainty. I mean, yeah, that's just your discomfort zone. And then when you take action, that one increases your comfort zone, but also dissipates the excess potential. Yeah, there's a whole thing. I'm not really good at explaining this right now, which means that I, I don't understand it that well, so I have to go back and study more. But... I kind of understand it in my mind. I'm just not doing a good job telling you. And that just shows that I also don't understand it as good as I should. Uh, let me read this. Yeah, this is actionable steps. Uh, it's the same picture. And it says, set your goal and make a public commitment. Reframe your problem in a positive and a helpful way. Give yourself an inspiring motivational talk. Ask solution-focused questions. Move yourself with urgency. Take small, gradual steps. Okay, so I just read a bunch of actual ideas. Set your goal and make a public commitment is the first one. I agree. I didn't actually do that until I started making a podcast. And it actually helps a lot. I made a public commitment to post every single day for a year. And I'm already on episode 21. And the public commitment has definitely helped me get certain days where I didn't think that or I didn't want to upload like today was one of the days where I didn't want to upload I was actually like two hours ago I was actually thinking like I'm not uploading today I'm too I'm too sad uh, like like my tension my inner tension is I'm feeling a lot of tension in my heart but I just pushed through it and did it anyways and now it's worth it and I did it because I made a public commitment <laughs> Also, because I have discipline. It's one to make a public commitment, but you also have to make a discipline. Public commitment is not a guarantee, but it is definitely helpful because that's an extra, extra external motivation, external um, like keeping you on track. I don't know the word. Uh, reframe your problem in a positive and a healthy, helpful way. I don't really understand what that means, uh, so I can't really speak on that. Uh, the next one is give yourself an inspiring motivational pep talk. Yeah, those you can do that, but I find that that doesn't really work. You just have to do it. Uh, it's just a waste of time. And I actually realized that yesterday with uh, my friend, he was... I mean, I was doing it too, but he was... There's a lot of moments where he was not taking action when he should have. And I was just giving him a lot of inspirational pep talks, but he, he still wasn't taking action. And the only reason why he did end up taking action was because he just did it. Um, yeah. So once you realize that motivation does not really matter, and the only way to actually get something done is by doing it, that's when you start to become successful. All right, so ask, the next one is ask solution-focused questions. Yeah, I actually think I know what that means, and I learned that the other day, literally the, maybe two weeks ago, 
and it's the difference between a rich person and a not rich person is the poor person says i can't afford this and then the rich person says how can i afford this that's a solution focused question and the poor person has the limited belief that they can't afford it and so they just tell themselves they can't afford it and and the world gives them what they want but the rich person knows that they can't afford it but they're just trying to figure out how and so the world gives them what they want and they figure out how uh, and then move yourself with urgency yeah I agree I have some urgency because uh, my friend bought two tickets to Funnel Hacking Live like a couple days ago so and we don't have any money for plane tickets so we have to have some urgency to buy the plane tickets or else my friend will be out two thousand dollars but we'll be we'll get there we'll do it uh and then the last one is take small gradual steps yeah i agree but don't limit yourself if you couldn't take longer bigger steps maybe yeah i don't know there's a whole thing with that of being blown out or burned out i don't know i haven't gotten burned out yet so i don't know All right, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna look into. Oh, this is Dale Carnegie. He wrote How to Win Friends and. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna look into expanding my comfort zone because I know how much this is helping me in life and in business going to the mall and getting a girl's number expanded my comfort zone so much that literally like an hour later I was able to go to get my first client because I was so confident and my comfort zone was expanded to actually accept I have a theory before I got the girl's number getting my first client was outside of my comfort zone and then once I got the girl's number and took action to that was needed to get it. Um, that instantly moved towards my inside of my comfort zone. Plus, uh, other things moved inside of my comfort zone. Like, okay, I just came up with a whole theory. So, I'm kind of putting it together. I'm pretty sure other people are already talking about this, but I'm putting together what we just read. So, everything you have is in the first circle, and that's your comfort zone. Uh, I'm gonna actually write down uh, in today's lessons, comfort, okay, comfort zone framework. Okay, so now I've, okay, that's a comfort zone framework, I just, thought of it so everything you have is in your comfort zone and then literally everything you don't have or are trying to get but you have not had success is outside of your comfort zone so let's say you're trying to get a new phone that is and you don't have it yet that's outside of your comfort zone until you get the new phone and so for me what I just realized is that over the past couple over past week my first client having my first client was outside of my comfort zone and so 
the way that I actually get it is by expanding my comfort zone to be able to get my first client. I'm going to write down first client, but then outside of my first client is girls. Uh, and so I had to stop the podcast, but what I was saying is the girls comfort zone is okay. So no, no comfort zone, my comfort zone framework. So getting my first client was outside my comfort zone and the way I needed to get my first client was to expand my comfort zone and the means to do that was cold calling, emailing, but then those got dull and it wasn't expanding my comfort zone. So then I went in person that expanded my comfort zone. So it kept on pushing my comfort zone out and out and out. And I was just nearly there. And then getting a girl's number was even further out of my comfort zone than getting my first client. So then once I got my first girl's number or my first number from a girl, uh, that expand my comfort zone to where my comfort zone now engulfed my first client. So then I was actually capable of getting my first client. And then it is now, now a girl's number is just outside of my comfort zone. So then the next time I get another girl's number, it will get even closer into my comfort zone until after maybe two or three or four or five, I don't know how many girls, how many numbers I have to get until getting a number will be in my comfort zone. And then that means we can expand that even further to where the next thing just outside my comfort zone is making my first sale. So actually making money. So that's outside my comfort zone right now because I haven't actually achieved it yet or else I would have gotten it. Or it would have been... If I would have, if it was in my comfort zone, I would have achieved it already. So then the way to get it is by doing something that's even further out of my comfort zone from the first sale, which could be, that's why I was looking up how to, how to expand your comfort zone. Um, they didn't give me any, I haven't looked into uh, like practices yet. Like one practice would be going to talk to girls. But I was thinking about going to the beach with my friend, uh, shirtless and barefoot on at the beach of the lake, right at Lake Michigan, and talking to hot girls in bikinis. That would be the next step, probably, because that would be even more nerve-wracking. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to, I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, so I actually just kind of over the past couple of days, I've become obsessed with the comfort zone, expanding my comfort zone because I, that new th- framework theory that I just discovered and actually put into words, which I'm sure other people have talked about, but I'm going to talk about it because I think I just discovered it, but I'm sure other people have already talked about it. And um, this is uh, this is how you become a millionaire, also by expanding your comfort zone.
to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.